Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Good evening and God bless you for matriculating into another edition. Tonight is the special Mother's Day edition of Springboard, your virtual university. Springboard is a multimedia educational and personal development intervention, the biggest and the most consistent of its kind, running since August 2008. My name is Albert Okran, and we are streaming digitally on Albert N.E. Okran on Facebook. You can join us with crystal clear pictures and be part of tonight's experience. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and your superstation, Joy 99.7 FM. We are proudly sponsored by Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank, and MTN, the nation's number one network. Our print media support comes from the Business and Financial Times and the Graphic Business with Dream Oval providing technology support. In tomorrow's edition of the Business and Financial Times, check out the article on honesty versus humility. It's a comparative between two big attributes every week from our book, 101 Keys to Achievement and Fulfillment. So which one is more critical, honesty or humility? You'll find out from the article. Tuesday's graphic business will, as usual, feature a a, a full-page springboard feature, and you want to look out for that one as well in the graphic business on Tuesday. Let me welcome you once again on behalf of the Virtual Academic Board, Comfort, Matthew, Priscilla, and Amos. Tonight on our Mother's Day um, edition of Springboard, we explore the issue of women professionals finding balance in what I call the golden triangle, ministry, career, and family. We know most of them as career women playing hardball at the very highest level in the corporate world. But we know the other aspects of their lives, things that are equally dear to them, that they engage their time, their effort, and their investment in. Let's find out from our guests for tonight. Beyond the corporate boardrooms, what are the other things that are dear to their hearts? So we'll explore. We'll take three legs of the same stool. You know about their professional lives. I would also explore their ministry lives and explore their family lives. What are the issues? What are the challenges? Is the word balance a real word? Is it possible? What is the role of mentors? What are the nuances? And importantly, what are the critical success factors? I have two guests who are well qualified to help us break down this subject. Let me start with Gillian Hammer, the group director of marketing at Data Bank. That is the, the, the hat we all no professional boardroom head of marketing but she also wears ministry hats uh, a ministry hat and a family hat so Gillian welcome to Springboard and happy Mother's Day to you thank you very much Albert so let's start with you, you we all know about your you're you always selling investment <laughs> you're always doing hard hard marketing of of corporate stuff but today we want to take off we want to go towards the two other hats that people don't get to know about. So tell us about your ministry hat and then very importantly, your family hat. Okay. Anyone first? Pick one. (laughs) I'll start with the family hat. Right. Um, I, okay. I've been married to my husband, Reginald. This July will be 21 years. 
Um, I've got three kids. So which, which, which date in July? Oh, July twelfth, the best date in July. Sixteenth <laughs> is the best. <laughs> but actually, my wedding anniversary is the tenth. Oh, really? So your anniversary is tucked in between my wedding anniversary and my birthday. <laughs> so July twelfth, and then we've got three kids. So my eldest daughter is fifteen, and then I have a fourteen-year-old next week and a nine-year-old. So oh. that keeps me very busy. Tell me their names. Oh, my eldest daughter, her name is Regine, named after my husband, Reginald, right. of course. Then I've got Ethan and then Sydney, the youngest girl. One, oh, two girls and a boy? Two girls and a boy, right. boy in the middle. So we've got the family side and then on the ministry side, for the longest time, actually, I used to be in the youth ministry working with young people. Since being in Ghana, it's more switched to marketing and PR in our church. Oh, just, so just, it's, just it's just an PR? extension of, yes, it's an extension of, of what I do, role. yes, right. professionally. But it's something that I'm passionate about, so I really enjoy doing that as well. Right. So for the benefit of our listeners, just give us a sense of where you practice this, this craft in terms of church. In church, I go to ICGC Doxa Temple. So that's right. the one at Nyaniba. So they are the ones that benefit from your marketing and PR yes, skills. they are. <laughs> All right, I'll come back to explore the, the three hats and what makes, <coughs> uh, what makes which, which one is more difficult. But let me come to you, Georgina Fiagbenu from MTN. You are the senior manager um, in charge of corporate communication. Did I get your designation correct? Sure. You keep... You keep <laughs> I did not so let me be sure I have the correct one. So professionally you are the senior manager of corporate communications at MTN Ghana. Yes. But I know you also have different hats that you wear. You are a writer, you do several things, but let me focus largely on on ministry and also on on family. So let's start with family. Okay, so I, I have been married for eighteen years. This year will be my nineteenth. Um, and I have four children, and I have other kids uh, who live with me as well. Yeah, so my oldest is 17, the one after him is 15, I have 12, and then I have eight years. God bless. Yes, so that's from the family side, and right. I'm married to Tell me Emmanuel. Okay, so the first is Kem. Sedinam, Eiram, and Elinam. Yes. Tell me about your husband. Is he, is he quiet? And my husband is Emmanuel Fiagbenu. Yes. Is he quiet? Is he quiet? No, not at all. You, you wouldn't like to hear this. <laughs> he's, he's not quiet. He's very right. active, vibrant, adventurous. He's, he's, he's sober. He's, he's great. Are, are you quiet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think I'm quiet? <laughs> so, hey, Matthew is checking his head. What do you like about him? Oh, he's, he's such a great um, husband. Um, especially because we are talking about Mother's Day. He's a great help to me and my family. My mother lives with me. My mother has been living with me um, for the past... 18 years or maybe 17 years because when we got married my husband was traveling to the UK in and out so when I had my first child my mom came in to live with me and and then my sister the one after me 
the two of us had our, our kids around the same time. When I had my son on Monday, she had hers on Wednesday. So my mom had to bring us together to take care of the kids. And since then, it's been so, you know, all the anyone who delivers comes to my mom. So my house is like the base for, wow. you know, nurturing all the babies. <laughs> and then when they are older, they go to their, their mother. So, yes, and my husband is, is very accommodating of my work. And, and even if I have to take the kids for weighing, I remember those days when I, if I have to take the kids for weighing and I have an urgent meeting, I always try to take a day off when I have to take the kids, you know, to the hospital, to the clinic. But if it happens that I have something that I cannot, you know, uh, do away with and I have to be at work to be in a meeting of, of some sort, he will happily take the kids. For weighing? Yes. I must call him he, and congratulate Yes, he's done, he's done that um, several times. He he will, he will just take the kids. Um, sometimes with my mom, if my mom is not there, he will take the kids. And until date, if the kids are not well, they have to go to the hospital. And he he would he would always take them if I'm not around. Wow, that's sweet. He's such a great. Let me wish you a happy Mother's Day as well, Gina. Let me welcome you. I wish you a happy Mother's Day. So let me come to you, um, Gillian. I asked her what she likes about Emmanuel. It's only fair that I ask you what you like about oh. Reginald. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, you know what? To a large extent, one, I think what I love most about him is his patience. He's very patient with me. I don't think I'm the easiest person. I can be quite demanding at times, and somehow he balances me out. I, very, I need his well. number. I need to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, you know, as Gina was saying, when it comes to the kids, he is an amazing father. He is the one that most of the times will do the doctor visits, everything, everything. And he is super understanding and supportive of my work schedule and even me trying in vain sometimes to work out and try and stay somewhat trim. Like He, he is very supportive of all the, the different schedules and everything. And beyond that, I remember even when I started my career, and this was back in Canada, and a lot of times I would be going to him for feedback. He would give me feedback on my work. And really, so he was that sounding board in every aspect of my life. And so if I think, oh, there are so many things I love about him. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are a lot. But really, I would say it's the support that he gives to me more than anything and the kind of husband and father that he is. I'm learning from the two of you because when people are making, are starting out on this journey, looking out for partners, um, lots of thoughts are given to other considerations. But from what you are saying, I'm realizing that for longevity, if you want to hit the 18, the 21, the, 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 the years that, and still be in love, other things come into play that are weightier than the seemingly trivial things that people um, tend to consider. But let me ask you, how difficult is it to be a, 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 a lady professional and then to maintain the home? Let me start with you, Gina. I mean, I, I, let me put this context around this. I visited a friend of mine in Nigeria. He's the founder of a, one of the biggest banks in the country. And, and I was in town and I wanted to hang out with him and I called him and, I, and he had agreed we should talk um, in the evening. So I called him at the time I presumed he would have closed work. I called him at 8. He wasn't available. Called him at 9. He wasn't available. Called him at 10. He wasn't available. My last call was at 11. 
And when I, 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 I he called me back the next day, I said, ah, when I called you at 11, you still didn't pick. He said, we just started our management meeting. Mm. <laughs> mm. They started a management meeting at 10, and he said wow. they closed at 1. And I said, wow. In the night. I was going to ask, are there, are there, ladies, on the, are there ladies on the management team? And so I was talking to somebody, she said, it is normal, normal. Oh. Corporate work can be very demanding. So from your perspective, Gina, how do you balance corporate work, ministry, <coughs> li- ministry life, and then family? It's, it's not an easy one. Um, like you rightly discussed um, or pointed out, it's, it's, it's quite a challenge trying to balance being a mother, being, um, yes, if you want to also want to be a spiritual person because um, you have to go to work from morning till evening and then prepare, you know, for, you know, Saturdays are for funerals and weddings and taking care of the home. And then Sunday, you have to go to church. Sometimes there's a temptation for you to say that you are tired. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go to church because you look at all the things you have to do within the week. I mean, from where I live now, we have relocated. We are quite outside our crowd. We have to wake up around 4 um, by 5.30, we are getting out of the house. The kids have to be in school by 6.30. And then, and so you have to go to work and quickly, you know, come rush and pick the kids and take them home. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's not an easy one. But like I said, because my husband is very understanding and I'm very fortunate to have my mom with me and she helps with the kids. Um, and then I've been also very fortunate to have a very good uh, nanny or housekeeper for the house. And I've had my my last one for, she's been around for, I think, about nine years or so. Wow. So I've, I've been very fortunate when, when it comes to that. I think that has been one of the reasons why I've been able to manage my career very well. Because for the kind of work I do, uh, you have to travel around the country. Um, every year, I have to visit all the ten regions with my team. And my team, we are made up of six uh, six women and just one guy. And we travel around the country. And these are all young mothers. We have to go to Upper West, Upper East, Kumasi, you know, go to Takrade, wherever. So it, it's not easy. It's not easy at all. But if you have um, help, I think that what 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 makes it quite manageable is if you have. Um, a husband who is very understanding of what you do and understand. For example, I had to be here this evening. The kids actually wanted us to have a family. They said they wanted us to have a Mother's Day celebration. Right. So we're going to have dinner together. And then I just took my bag and said, I have to be here. They said, oh, what time are you coming? I said, I'm sure I will be home around 9 p.m. They said, we'll wait for you. You know, I'll, I'll so play a song for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and they said they would wait because they wanted all of us to sit together. I hope they're together. listening because this is, this is for them. <laughs> well, I, I hope so if they're not right, watching yeah, TV. Yeah, oh, you know, so <laughs> I know the kids have to be understanding as well right. because, but you, you have to make sure that you are also at every important event right. in their lives. You know, when they have their PTAs, especially, we never want to miss any PTAs. If they have open days, if they are vacating at the beginning of, you know, every school term, we have to talk to the teachers. And at the end of every school term, we also make time to talk to the teachers, go through their report cards with the teachers when they have their open days. So 
it's not easy because you want to be good at everything and it's not easy to balance it. But if you have help, it makes it um, easier to manage. Well, I can tell you, you said the words, it's not easy eight times. I was counting <laughs> and you almost hit ten. It's not easy. It's not easy. Oh, it's not it's easy. Uh, the, the point has been made. <laughs> it's 21 minutes past the hour. So if you just joined us, this is the Mother's Day edition of Springboard Adventure University. My guest, Gina Fiagwenu and Julian Hammer, trying to help me unpack the, the three-legged stool of ministry, family, and professional development. These are all equally important. And how do we unpack and how do we make all three work? Um, Gina, has given, uh, Gina has given us five prescriptions. An understanding husband is one. Understanding children is two. Mother's support is three. A great nanny is four. And then making the important dates and events in the lives of the children is five. I want to come back to, to you, Gillian, uh -huh. and I'm going to go straight to number three, number, f number four. Uh -huh. Because we did a research at, at Springboard and Legacy and Legacy into the critical success factors and decided we'll do a whole show mm -hmm. on the role of the house help or the nanny or the domestic assistant. Mm -hmm. Because from our interactions with professionals, we came to the conclusion that if you get a good one, you can rise. If you get a bad one, mm -hmm. it can stunt your whole career. How big an issue is the kind of domestic assistant you get, Gillian? It is a massive issue. Mm -hmm. And I think Gina, you're so blessed to have somebody that has been working for you for like nine envious? years. Oh, I'm very envious. Because, I mean, in the last five years, I think I am now on number three or four. No, it's not that. I know. There are some people who are every few months. Yes. But, you know, the thing is that I am growing up. The house helps we used to have, they were part of the family. The ones that come in today, for the most part... They just don't care. Like, they come in and within a few months they have attitudes, they don't want to clean, they don't want to do anything, and they expect to get paid, of course. But if you can find a house help who can love your children the way you love them, that you know if you're not there, they will worry about whether the kids are eating, whether they've had their bath. That's the kind of house help that you want, and one that keeps the place clean, of course. There are some I've had, Albert, they don't see dirt at all. So the dirt is there, and they're not seeing it. And you're pointing it out, and they're not seeing it. <laughs> That's the kind of household that will drive you crazy. But you're so blessed. So what I would say on that really is... If you have the right house help, it puts your mind at ease. Fortunately, my mom lives with us as well. So she's there, she's busy, she does her own thing, but it still is this source of comfort that you know that there's an mm -hmm. extra set of eyes mm -hmm. that looks after your things the way you would. But it, the, the whole house help issue, if you don't have the right one and you're always worried about whether they're taking care of the things, mm -hmm. take children mostly, I think is the biggest concern with them, whether they will stand up, well, the, whether they'll watch out for your kids, whether they will maintain the house you want. Albert, I don't know how to say it, how critical it is. It is, I'm so passionate when it comes to those because I, I feel the pain when it doesn't work. Yeah. It is 24 minutes past the hour of, of 7 o'clock. I, I can hear somebody at home saying, listen, call me, put me on the line. I will give you the breakdown. <laughs> When I open the phone lines a bit later in the show, tell me your experience. How are you managing the Golden Triangle? Professional development, spiritual nature or, or ministry, and then also family. 
equally important pillars of your life. A person, a human being is not just one dimensional. We are multidimensional. And I've chosen three of the very critical pillars in our lives for us to explore how do we find balance in these areas and and what should we do to ensure that we are developing and not neglecting <coughs> some of these yeah, equally critical areas. So far, we've been finding out uh, some of the critical success factors, but we've, we, are, we are spending a bit of time on the role of the domestic assistant. And one of th- the things that has come up, I mean, I call them domestic assistants, but really, I mean, it's just different nomenclature for the same thing. Some call them house helps, nannies. Very, very critical, especially for the development of the female professional, because it is not your fault that work closes the time it does. Mm-hmm. When it's on the show and people say, listen, make quality time, make quality time, you go to work, the, 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 the time work starts. It's not, it's not within your ambit to choose. Mm-hmm. And the time work closes, it's not within your ambit. You can try sending them text messages, family platforms. It's not just easy to use Gina's words. <laughs> so the role of that person is always very, very helpful. But we also have, are finding out that it's not that easy to find a good, a good one, one and, and one that will last. Mm. But the envy in the studio is palpable because... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Julian has openly admitted yes. that she is Gina, who's you had longevity. Your secrets after. In that regard, what is your experience? When I open the, sh- the, the, the phone lines, just share your own experience. Let me come to, let me come to the issue of mentors, uh, mentors as you try to place your feet well. Because um, somebody said to me, I cried for the first three years because I didn't understand why the world, the world was so cruel. Until somebody sat me down and showed me that I was not, my mind was not a peculiar case. And then suddenly I felt not so helpless and flustered. But until then, I, I just kept crying every day because it looked so impossible to manage and balance. What is the role of that person who's gone on the road before you, who will sit you down and say, Jillian, um, Gina, do it this way and balance it this way, either professionally or ministerially or, or, or in the family? Um, let me come to you, um, Gina, for that one. <laughs> Have you had mentors? Yes, um, I would say so. I've, I've had a lot of mentors. Um, even as a young girl when I was in school, um, I, I always stayed very close to quite a number of my teachers. I had a lot of teachers who mentored me. For example, um, I don't know whether I said it here, but then I, I said that the, the person who got me inspired to write was actually my teacher when I was in secondary school who actually told me I needed to take up writing and I let never me, took Let me remind you of where you said it. it was in Tamale on the Springboard okay. Rochelle. <laughs> Sharp, yeah. Sharp memory. Yeah, I remember very well. Yes. So it's, it's always been like that. Most of my teachers have men- mentored me into getting me to focus. And so throughout my, my school days, even up to university, I always either had a lecturer or a teaching assistant who took interest in me, was either grooming me to be to be a lecturer or to do my master's or to be a teaching assistant. Every point, um, every critical stage of my life, I had mentors. In my church, I had um, older women who also took interest in me. As a young girl, I, um, and I went to um, a charismatic church, church when I was very young. So I went through Sunday school and I had 
my pastor's wife, I remember Mrs. Doris Antonio, she's still a mentor to me, who would always, you know, before I, I go to secondary school, she would tell me, this is how a woman should be, you should be focused, you know, you shouldn't, you should take God seriously, you have to be. She she really gave me some things that I needed to look out for, and so I was very, very focused when I was in school, right all the way to the university, of course. Um, I would say that most of the skills that I now exhibit, the values that I hold dear, is for my mother who gave me a very good uh, social upbringing. Although she wasn't educated at all, she taught us to take education seriously. And I remember every time because my my father had seven girls, and my father yes, yes lived in the north, and my mother was here alone by herself you know, with, with seven girls and we're living in the heart of the city in Tudu, if you know where Tudu right. is. And we lived there throughout our, you know, our childhood up to the time that we all got married. We lived in Tudu. And I remember that when we were young, people used to say that, oh, you can't raise a girl, you know, in this mm-hmm. locality because they will, they will amount to nothing. They will, fall, they will be pregnant. They won't go to school. But each and every one of us went through school and got married and got out of their place. And you attribute that to the role of the, of the, the strong of, mother. Of my, the strong mother. My mother was not educated, but she taught us what to do. Even when I was in university, I don't ever remember that I went to a friend's house. I just knew that from school, I had to come home. When I was in secondary school, I went to a day school. From school, I had to come home. Even excursions, she, she would decide which excursion you had to attend, which entertainment you had to attend. And at the time, I thought she was very strict, but now I, I, think, appreciate, I, that. You know, I appreciate the kind of training she gave to us. And it was all because she gave us godly knowledge. She allowed us to go to church. She allowed us to go to evening, you know, if you are going to choir practice and all that. And we knew that we had to go to choir practice and come back home because you had been given that opportunity you know, to to experience God. And I remember that as young as we were, and the last three of us, um, at a point in time, she had just three girls with her because my older sisters had to go and live with my dad, you know, to go through polytechnic and all that in the north. And we all went through that. The three of us, young girls, would go to church in the evening and come back home, you know, because she always told us that a, a, a woman's worth is her education. Mm. And so we should strive to get the best in education. And I remember that the only books that my dad, the only gifts we were given were books. Mm-hmm. Even to date, my kids, if you are traveling, wherever you are going, if I ask my kids what gift they, they like, they will all talk about books. Books they, so they want a, and they like it or something. Transgenerational kind of transfer of, of, sure. of values, ethics, and principles. Yes. I'm going to come back to this, but at, at this point, I mean, you know, when, I, when we come back from the, um, the break that will be taking shortly, I'll be putting two very big mentors of my of, of mine, female, um, two women I I greatly admire on, on on the phone lines for them to share about the role of mentoring and about professional development. Dr. Joyce Ayen Afiyamoro of Jandel, <coughs> I'll be putting them on the sh- on the line very shortly. But let me come to you, Julian. Has have, have mentors held your hand and pointed you in the right direction at critical moments in your life? In the later part of my life, I would say yes. Growing up, not so much. Um, I, To a large extent, when I was growing up, it, both my parents were around, but 
First, we grew up in a very strict church, so it, everything was very closed in. You almost weren't allowed to really associate with a lot of people. Then when we left that church, we kind of went to the other extreme. <laughs> and so my teenage years really were spent having lots and lots of fun and going to parties and doing all of that. It wasn't until university that I kind of just had had enough. And I said, you know what, I need a change in my life. And by that point, my mom had also found the Lord. And so she kind of brought us back into church. But I would say, so to a large extent, the cues that I took growing up were from, I would say, my parents. My dad, from him, I got his work ethic. Like, he is a workhorse. And I've turned out to be the exact same way, where... Sometimes people say, Jillian, when do you ever sleep? When do you rest? Hardly. But it's what drives me. And so I know I got that from him. And I've watched him and we've, we've spoken quite a bit. So I take a lot of learnings from him. My mom, to a large extent, she was the kind of mother that she was a friend to us. So I learned communication through her. I learned how... I wanted to raise my children, and I didn't want them at arm's length feeling scared or anything. So I, I learned that bit from her, and I always told myself that whenever I have kids, I would want to have that relationship where they feel they can come and talk to me about anything. From then becoming a bit older, I would say once I went back into church, my pastors played a really, really big role. There are a few of them, and even into marriage. The counseling that we got 20 years ago is still the counseling that keeps me today. Mm. And it's the same that I share with other younger people. So I haven't had a lot of mentors the way some people have been blessed in every corner. Parents are actually mentors. <laughs> okay, then. But the ones that I've had have really, really made an impact and built me into the kind of person that I am today. So I'm very grateful. 25 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock by guess for tonight if you just joined us Gina Fiaguino of MTN and Gillian Hammer of Databank helping us to explore the other aspects of their lives ministry and then also family as we try to break down what we call the golden triangle of, of, of professional development, ministerial development and then also family development all round all round balanced leaders it's a Mother's Day edition. And Hello, I'm on radio. All right. You definitely are on radio. And this is Springboard of Virtual University. Afi Amoro, the woman they call Jandel. Afi Jandel. That's how your name is sealed on my phone. Afi Jandel. <laughs> She's the one on this phone line. Tonight. Afi, good evening. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you, Albert. And to all of you in the studio. And your beautiful, wonderful listeners. I say to all the women of this world and in this country, I sincerely wish you a happy Mother's Day. Afi, you're always smiling. How do you, how do you manage to balance your 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 heavy schedule as CEO of of, of a company like Jandel, and then your your your, your family issues, the, your 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 adult children, and and the societal <laughs> issues, and then also church and so on? How do you find that balance? Um, the balance is in having faith that God has got you. There is a, a little thing that I saw on the internet which says that choose God over over um, your problems and everything else will fall into place. And that has been my principle. 
um, it's a God-centered thing. And uh, sometimes I don't even know how I manage to go through every day. When I think of the problems, the challenges, and so many people leaning on you for support and uh, encouragement. It's a heavy toll. It takes a heavy toll. But with God, I always choose to be happy. I always choose to be positive. Hanging out with you... um several times i hear you talk passionately about developing people developing the next generation investing in people mentoring people why is that so big for you because that is my future my that is the future you see um i've just come back from a course and what we were told was that you continuous education that springboard is doing you know you don't have to even sit in a classroom but springboard teaches people through the power of radio to manage their business, how to go about various challenges in their life. So education is continuous. And if you don't get onto that gravy train, my friend, you are lost. So in, in a very intense um, in a very intense world with all the all the arrows flying left, right, center and you talk about being God-centered. Somebody says, Charlie, when the bills are not balancing, when the, the market is so fierce and sometimes male-dominated, how do you find your level? How do you find your space? Afi, what, what, what would be advice to that young person, that young lady professional who says the challenges are so intense that you sometimes feel like giving up? I mean, giving up should never be part of the equation. If anybody who has passed the age of 18 and above should take a critical look at your past and think of the problems that, in quotes, you thought were gargantuan and you have been able to uh, overcome them, then what is it that you cannot do with tenacity of spirit, focus, and a drive to succeed? I don't think that there's anything you cannot do. So for the, all the young ladies and all the men, uh, the young men, um, you don't have to dance according to somebody's tune. Stay focused in what you believe is your niche and keep at it and successful crown your efforts. Afi Jandel, keep smiling and, and, and keep, keep doing what, what you do best, bringing out the best in people. Have a beautiful day and a happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to wish my mother, for whom, without her, I couldn't have reached where I am. I wish her a, mother's, a happy Mother's Day. I love you, Mommy, Mrs. Jackson. I really do. All right, we salute Mrs. Jackson as well, and Afi Jandel. Have a beautiful evening. Afi Amoro has been on the show with us sharing her thoughts on the balance um, between family, um, ministry, and then, of course, professional development. Let's bring on board the woman they call Ghana's Joyce Ayi. Look, hey, the woman that we say, Charlie, it is our, our president that never was. But, Ghana Joyce, you are celebrated widely across this nation for who you are and what Glory you represent. To God. Happy Mother's Day to you, Auntie Joyce. Thank you, my dear. Thank you, Reverend Albert. And I wish comfort the very same. Dr. Joyce, so many people look up to you. Sometimes I, I 
even I feel for you because it's almost like everyone wants a piece of Dr. Jess. How do you yes. manage to spread yourself so that you satisfy everyone in, in that huge constituency <laughs> of yours? Unfortunately, unfortunately. Remember, but I am not able to satisfy everyone. I am not. There are times when I, I really want to, but I can't. So uh, the Lord gives me grace to respond uh, and say no. Even when it looks like people are bent on having a piece of me. Let me and, explore that. Uh, a gracious words always help. And that's, that's what happens. And just let me explore the word no use. It's a very simple word. Two letters, but it is... Oh, don't tell me. All right. We'll raise Dr. Joyce. Are you again on the phone? But the words no she used were so poignant for me because it is easy to say, what do you say yes to? But what do you say no to? And that is probably even more important than what you say yes to because the things you say no to will determine how far you reach in life. So let me bring back Dr. Joyce. Are you on the line and find out? Um, Dr. Joyce. Yes. So I was asking you about the word no. Yes. How important is it to say no to some things in order to say yes to the right things? It is extremely important. You know, in our own tradition or in our culture, we say, which means that in taking decisions, you have to distinguish between the absolutely necessary and what is, well, acceptable. And I think Paul even has the same thing, you know, he says, okay, you know, I'm allowed to do all things, but it's not all things that are good for me. Saying no is absolutely critical because otherwise we will not be able to deal with the priorities of our calling, whether as mothers, whether as workers, whether as people in ministry. Because as for the demand, there are many. And I think we need to learn from the Lord Jesus. You remember in Mark's Gospel, uh, in Capernaum, uh, after a night of, you know, uh, uh, healing people and so on, early the next morning, he went to pray. And the people went and, uh, you know, confronted him and said, oh, everybody is looking for you. Then he said, no, I must go somewhere else. I must go to the other towns as well. So we need to learn to say that two-word letter. It's painful. It's uncomfortable. Sometimes it actually will cost you some relationships. But we need to do the needful. We need to do the needful. Too many of us are afraid to say no. And we end up not even doing anything well. Dr. Jesse, how, how are you spending the, this evening of, of Mother's Day? I can come a bit closer to you, uh, to, your, to your private life. How are you spending this evening on, on Mother's Day? This evening, very quietly. I have offended two organizations because, uh, you know, I have this uh, live radio program on, on, on Sunny FM. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I mean, it's ministry. I, uh, people are waiting for the Lord to, you know, speak to them through the program. 
And I find it very difficult to walk away from it and do other things. So I've offended two organizations, and I have apologized. I just pray they will forgive me, but I have to say no. So I, I, forgive, I forgive you on their behalf. Very quietly. <laughs> very quietly. Thanking the Lord for this day and blessing his name for keeping me alive. Dr. Joyce, we just smuggled a cake into the studio. We'll cut it on behalf of you, Afia Moro, and all the great women of Ghana who have poured your lives into our lives to make us who we are Amen. today. We celebrate and honor you and pray for long life, good health, and peace of Amen. mind and heart Amen. as you serve God and serve this nation so well. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much and happy Mother's Day, Auntie Joyce. Thank you so much. Right. And uh, love to you and comfort. My boss, I'll tell you. <laughs> Thank you. Dr. Joyce, I joined us in the studio, uh, on, on the phone lines to talk about that balance that we are trying to explore. The phone lines are now open, 030-221-6541. What do you want to talk about? Is it the balance between family, uh, ministry, and career? Or is it about finding the right domestic assistant? Have you had a good experience or have your fingers been badly bent as a professional? I heard a story that was so, so, so scary. Uh, 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 let me not spoil your mother's day. I won't tell you today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to hear it? Uh, some have very good experience, some have very bad ones as well. Uh, and, and you just pray that God will help you. So, what has been your experience? Call us and, and, and let's talk. 030 On Mother's Day, how are you finding the balance as a woman between profession, career, and, and ministry? And what has been your help, your, your, your experience with a, a supportive husband? Or a supportive children, or a supportive domestic <laughs> assistant. Oh, what has been your experience? Have you missed the open day before, and the children have put you on suspension for two weeks? <laughs> Tell us your experience when you call into the studio. I mean, um, Jill, um, Jillian, <laughs> the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a struggle for me. <laughs> Somehow, I always bring the two of you together. Too. Yes. <laughs> yes, I bring you together so I can struggle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me take our first caller and find out if somebody is making some progress along this line of, of, of the Golden Triangle. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening, Nonkwabe. This is Eliza calling from Adan. I, I thought you would be a woman, but Eliza, oh. tell me, on Mother's Day, what, what is your perspective on the Golden Triangle? Oh, I mean, I mean, it's, it's households are, are very good. I mean, I'm not married. I'm not married yet, but then... Um, I, I just love the program. I'm mean, talk, talking to um, Dr. Joyce Ayi and um, Afija Ndell. I'm, I'm, I'm so touched, and, and I, I just wanted to, to comment. I mean, health steps are very important, and, and I mean, as, as they said, I, I believe understanding husbands too are very important for their works. And But then uh, I, I don't have much to say about the triangle because I'm not married, and I just want to wish um, some two people in my life um, happy Mother's Day. My, my mom... Joyce Kuonu of Adan, I mean, and um, Miss Agnes Aheni of VRA Tama, and then um, Miss Justine Avle, Menon Avle's wife. I mean, they've been so, 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 so great to me. And um, so thank you very much. And a uh, uh, um, mother's day to 
um, anti-comfort, rather. All right, thank you very much. And I can assure you that my, the song I play at the end of the show will be dedicated to the three women that you you just mentioned, as, as well as well as Afia Moro and then Dr. Joyce Ayi, and of course to the Registrar Comfort and to Priscilla, who is standing behind the camera making sure we are all behaving ourselves. All right, so this is the show, 030-221-6541. Are you balancing the golden triangle? Is, is balance practical or she just accept that Charlie you score Gillian uh, before we enter the studio says Charlie why are we are two or three you can't score three is it possible to score three over three share your experience with us and let's find out if you are scoring or you're just you're just balancing <laughs> right zero three zero two two one six five four one hello good evening hello good evening your name where you calling from please hello your name, where are you calling from, please? My name is Belinda. I'm calling from Tesano. Belinda, tell me, is, is balance possible? Um, it's it's not fully possible. Um, I'm not married yet, but I, I don't have children too. But I saw my mother go through raising us and being a fire officer and then and being um, um, a leader in the church. And um, I must say, it wasn't easy. We never had um, house help. My mother could wake up as early as 3 a.m. and make sure that she gets everything ready, as in food, and gets us ready by 4.35. And when it's Sunday, we run out of the house. And even if you're dying, you still go to church. It was a no-no-no for for her. My mother woke up on a Saturday morning, maybe sometimes around 3.30 or 4 to do the laundry and then in the morning cook and then you have to go to all the other places and I picked that from her and I think that it is not um, you can't get it all the time balanced but you could you could make some balances somewhere because you'd be able to satisfy some people sometimes one thing is certain one thing is absolutely certain Mother's Day will always be bigger than Father's Day <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Let me take the last. Happy, happy Mother's Day to me. A good one to my mother, Faustina Nelson, a CD. She's been a great woman, and we really love her. Say thank you to her for killing all the fires in the city. <laughs> I'll do that. All right, the last caller. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Your name, where are you calling from, please? My name is Nana. I'm calling from Acho. Nana, tell me, is balance possible? Family... Ministry and career. It is very challenging. Um, I work. I have two boys, and I'm also like I'm also into ministry. I, my church. I have people that I look after. Make sure they come to church. Visit them after work. Sorry, after church and all those things. Working all. It's about planning, and I am very fortunate. I have a very good household, and an auntie who takes care of my boys for me. So for the aspect, I think I'm okay with it. But at least I have to be there for your children. I leave the house very early. Like, 6 o'clock, I will leave the house. I get to the house around 7, 8, 8 day. I do all my cooking myself. Hello? We're listening to you with rough attention. So, so one 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 conclusion that we seem to have come to is that the the work the work that women do, the work that mothers do, significantly impacts 
impact your children. And, and even though they may see you as strict and difficult when they grow up, these values will not depart from them. We want to wish you a happy Mother's Day and we want to say a big God bless you to you. Thank you. All right. So that's our show for tonight. Um, why don't I get my two wonderful guests in the studio to cut this cake? <laughs> To wish our mothers. Yes. The mind, you have the microphone, you have the cake. So wish your mothers happy Mother's happy Day. Mother's and, Day. And then well, I, I wish my mom, um, Jennifer Cohen, and my mother-in-law, Alberta Hammer. You have to do that one, Mother's or you go home. Yes. So I really do wish them right. Yes, I would like to wish my mom, Alice Obinewa, happy Mother's Day, and to say thank you to her for everything she's done for us. Of course, and my mother-in-law, Afi, if and also to all my professional mothers, mm. Miss Esther Koba, she taught me all the skills that I needed right. to have in communications. And then my powerful pastor, Reverend Charlotte Craigrin of mm. ICGC. Pastor Charlotte. All right, so let me get let me get Priscilla to leave her camera and join the two of you to represent Springboard. Matthew, get behind the camera and be a good boy. And the knife is there, the cake is there. Since you can't see, I mean, unless you are watching us on Facebook, since you can't see, <laughs> let me describe it for you. So the cake is the cake is white. It is tall. It has mom on it. It has some flowers and some some chocolate drizzles and some. And some is, is that what they call it? Yes. Some chocolate ring, drizzle, some brown ring. You say it's chocolate drizzle. <laughs> all right. So it's a show. Just cut the cake, and after that, we'll play the song. And dedicated to all the wonderful women in Ghana. We celebrate you. So the cake is going down with Gina, Priscilla, and Gillian. Going, 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 gone. <laughs> Want to say a big thank you to you, Gillian and Gina, thank you, for making time to be <laughs> with us. You. And I hope that somebody, I love the fact that those who are not yet married called in to see mm. they are learning from you. I hope yeah. that in making the choices of their partners, the weighty issues you shared will influence their choice so that they'll be here 21 years into marriage to tell mm. us how good it has been. Yeah. But thank you so much. And go to that family dinner and enjoy it now. <laughs> <laughs> and say hello to your husbands when you get home. Thank you. Yeah. Thank All you. right. So my name is Albert Okan. And since Gina used the words, it's not easy. 10 times <laughs> and the phone in people to use the words is not easy I'm going to play the song It Wasn't Easy by C.C. Winans oh, yes. to close the show but the good news is that even though it wasn't easy it, it was it. worth it my name is Albert Okran on behalf of Comfort Matthew Priscilla and Amos God bless you God bless you and God bless you Good night Don't think for a moment I never felt the pain You can't imagine the hurt and the shame They put the nails through my hands Pierce my side, please understand
Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233 Zero, zero, zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, oh, oh. Searching, the light has come. He's a return.